It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. There's no need for this podcast to have any sort of music or anything. Like, this is just like, okay, you expected, or at least I should take that back. I expected this team to lose one of these three games because it's just not how uh, this season is is supposed to go. Anyway, um, you know, this is why you don't feel good in uh, any type of optimism that kind of creeps into your, just tell it to go fuck itself. Because if you cannot beat a two and nine football team on the road where I, I Jim Schwartz I don't know how many times that you have seen Ryan Fitzpatrick throw a football but all you had to do is turn on the tape from Tampa Bay last year and realize that playing single high against these guys is not the greatest thing in the world and I know that the the defense had been playing uh, pretty well against better quarterbacks or whatever but there's just so many things that went wrong in this football game uh I, you know Carson Cannot seem to hit wide open deep shots. Don't know what's going on there. Thought he had some really impressive throws. Thought Nelson Aguilar had some pretty impressive catches. Same with Alshon Jeffrey. All those things that we talked about with wide receivers, uh, people knowing where they're supposed to go. JJ having his freaking first you know touchdown. Oh woohoo! This is this is disgusting. This is fucking just. If I can't even buy into being able to beat. A two and nine football team. If we can't even have a, I know not everybody was going. Yeah, they're going to blow them out. This is an easy win. I don't think anyone thought that going into the week. But this outcome, this is this is even worse, man. Like I, I <laughs> I'm going to be at a loss for words for a lot of things. But I was right against the Minnesota game. Uh, the moment that that came out, and I'm over at James's house, completely just down in the muck and being like, "This is just not the same team anymore." I should have just stayed with that feeling the entire time, because this feels the exact same way that losing to the Minnesota Vikings on the road uh, in a in in just a big shit show, and this was what that is, James. This was fucking. Ryan Fitzpatrick and 41 other guys who I still don't know their name. I don't know their name at all. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, no matter what, seems to do this crap all of the time. If you're just going to play 
man against him and you're going to blitz him, he will throw it up and let uh, guys like Devontae Parker twice against Mills and against Darby take care of business. The coverage was awful. The adjusting to it was really bad. Um, uh, this this team sucks, James. This isn't even like, oh, yeah, they've just been playing bad. This team officially sucks. The season is over. Don't care if they make the playoffs or don't. Or, or, <laughs> I, I, I am just, I'm ready for the draft, and I'm ready for this squad to get squashed to uh, – Start having massive changes here, um, and and uh, I can't take another year of grow and, and all of this, and I can't take another year of corners and questioning them again. Can't take another year of who is and who is not playing at wide receiver. This just this was probably the best thing for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Uh, there's going to be a massive Wentz discussion again this week. Whoopity fucking do for that, um, but. I'm I'm done. This team needs to completely reset itself, and uh, I don't care if they get into the playoffs or not. Uh, go for the better draft pick at this point. Stay with five wins. At least you'll get something out of it. That's where I'm at, James. I'm really pissed <laughs> off. This is disgusting. <laughs> this is one of the worst losses I've ever seen uh, Doug Peterson have. I think it's the worst of the Doug Peterson era when you consider the situation, the spot going into my – I mean, and a team that – is actively organizationally obviously not the players on the field not the coaching staff but organizationally actively trying to lose football games and they go down there and they get beat they get handled um brian flores good coach um but yeah it was um i'm with you man there's no words they're they're a bad football team it's it, it, they're going to lose more, you know, they're not going to win. Uh, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is that they're, you know, like this division, we could, you said it on Saturday on the WIP show, we could see a seven and nine NFC's champion. I was like, I'll oh, get out of here. Partridge. That's crazy. We could see a seven and nine NFC. Yeah. I mean, this is a, an abomination of a division right now. And I think the Eagles are probably worse than the Cowboys. The Cowboys stink. Clearly. Too. The Eagles are bad. Like they're a bad football team, and just uh, it—I don't know what it is with this team that you can't seem to get one side of the ball to play well when the other side plays well. Not yeah. that the offense was great today or anything like that, but they—the offense did enough to win the football game. Considering the opponent, you would have figured that if I said to you coming in, they're going to put thirty-one points on the board. You say, "All right, they'll win." You know, they'll, they'll win with thirty-one points against the Dolphins, and they did. They didn't fucking win with 31 points against the Dolphins. And, again, there were definitely flaws offensively. Wentz with those deep shots, like, just missing. And Alshon, maybe it's hard to read his – he's so much slower than you expect yeah. him to be. Yeah, but yet he's open in some of those spots. Zach Ertz, just a awful – he may as well not even suit it up today. Zach Ertz hurt, actively hurt the team today. Yeah. That drop, obviously, that third down drop – Um. Maybe when we look back at the game and the way it played out, the biggest play of the game for the Eagles. But, man, the fucking defense. The defense. How bad. It's, it's, it looked like elementary school. It looked uh, like it was, fucking it's, elementary it's, school it's, out there. It's just unbelievable that that after what we saw the last month from this defense and last week against Seattle to, to just get played like a fiddle. By Ryan Fitzpatrick and and 
like you said, I mean, K- Kenneth Laird, the broadcast is joking about the intern is beating up on the Eagles. I mean, all this stuff. These guys are nobody. And, I mean, Grant Devane Parker is, is playing well, and he's someone who had pedigree and all that. But, man, uh, yeah, Bartrand, I'm with you. Look, I don't know where I stand on that. I hate the idea of saying I don't want my team to make the playoffs. I don't like anymore. That. It's just not yeah, going to help. I, I get it. It'll help I one guy. But what's it going to – I don't think – I don't believe the whole like, well, if they don't make the playoffs, then they'll make more changes or this and that. I don't think that that is a, a, a truism either way, maybe in certain situations. But Doug Peterson's not getting fired either way. I I, I still – but I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think it really matters. Like I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I think they're going to lose another one, and they'll probably lose at home to Dallas. I don't know why you would think that they would beat Dallas right now. I mean they, they yeah. suck. The Eagles team sucks. They're not good. Um, I thought Wentz was inconsistent, really made some great, great throws at times. And like I yeah. said, did enough to win, but also had some some definitive misses early on too. Just came out really jumpy and didn't really seem to have a great feel for it other than that, you know, touchdown pass to Sanders. But man, I, I mean, this, the, the, when you're looking at this one, and again, it's just a, a total failure. The coaching not good. I mean, Doug really has to get, uh, you know, some blame here. Like you said, Schwartz says too. But this one, ultimately, I think this specific loss has to fall at the feet of the defense, which was an abomination. But you said it. I think it's the worst loss of the Doug Peterson era when you when you take everything into account. Yeah, and uh, all of those things kind of keep replaying in your head. And you saw, like, Carson at times, you know, doing a lot of the stuff that he's normally done this this season. Um, I thought he fired a couple of really good tight window throws into guys like Nelly and to Alshon at some points. Uh, you mentioned the the Ertz one, which wasn't even that. I mean, that was just wide open drop there. I don't know what was going on um, early too. You know, Ertz falls down and it almost becomes a pick. I, I got to rewatch it again to see if it, the ball placement was was out of there too. But uh, yeah, it's just like the same things that we always see again from the Eagles team. And for them, that was kind of a fast start. I mean, dude, this game opened with a, a fucking pick from Ryan Fitzpatrick. They were, okay, there we go. It's going to be that kind of a day. Thank God. You know, the, the pressure's off already in the first first play of this football game. And then from there, it you know, getting to halftime almost felt like a disaster. And, and I saw a couple of people declaring, all right, Eagles got this one. They're up two scores. That's all it's going to be. They score, you know, the possession before first half. They score the uh, first possession in the second half uh, after, you know, Miami just is trying anything to go and win this football game. And they come out with an onside kick in the, to lead the second half, and it helps the Eagles the most, and they still win the game. The Dolphins still win the game after just saying, fuck it, you're probably going to score anyway, so here you go, let's try and get the ball back. And they were right. They were absolutely right. It didn't end up mattering in this game at all because – of the defense, and then they they what twenty unanswered points in this game. Um, so yeah, I I do really think it is on everybody, uh, but but especially like you said, yeah, of course, like the it, it's easy to blame Jim Schwartz here, and you should like that was that I, I keep going back to them never really adjusting to any of that stuff too. Like why wouldn't you? You can clearly see that your corners don't have it today, uh, and and you kept throwing out the same look and the same look. Now, you should feel comfortable after what you saw over the last couple of weeks to go and do that. Everybody got their wish today. Not a lot of zone today. A lot of man. A lot of one-on-one man. And and a lot of press in there, too. 
didn't work. <laughs> you know, it didn't work. And they I, I didn't see once that uh, or not many, not many times did I see Rodney McLeod and Malcolm Jenkins sitting back where they should be at this point. If your corners are struggling and this is something that Jim refuses to do in game uh, is to slide protection over or bracket or do any of those things. Just take Devontae Parker out of the fucking game. How hard is that? How hard is that to do to adjust to that? Hey, he keeps winning. Let's let's make sure that we're cheating to that side and we'll leave everybody else out on an island when it comes to Albert Wilson and let them beat you. And I think if you would have done that, maybe Miami still wins this football game, but I, I, I don't think so. You know, it's simple things like that. And I... I I can't imagine what's going through uh, uh, Doug's head at some times, and it looks like you're trying to balance what Doug's comfortable with with what Carson is comfortable with and what your wide receivers and know what you can do. I mean, it was a lot of chunk plays, uh, a couple of deep shots that got in there, um, and and overall, this is the same Eagles team that we that we see time and time again of being. Uh, looking okay on offense and then looking really bad on defense and that coming and it's just a, a, a groundswell at that point. And then there was, what, the uh, midway through that third quarter, it almost felt like both of these units are looking at each other and be like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. What would you do, you know? <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know what there is to take away from here other than just making sure that we all know that this Eagles team is really, really not that good. And the scary part is is I'm sitting here, James, and yelling, blow it up, somebody's got to get fired over this, blah, blah, blah. There needs to be changes here, draft picks, all of that. I think this is just one big, humongous mental block for every single person on this team, from coaches to players on down. No one seems to feel confident in what they're doing. None of them. Uh, uh, with their routes, where they're supposed to be, that trickles down to to, to Carson. That trickles, uh, you know, down to a, a lot of the corners on this team. Like it just seems like everyone is doing their own thing, uh, and it, it happens more and more once they tend to get these leads, and it looks like they're cruising and everything's good, and then and then everyone forgets what they're what's going on. Like I I don't I don't understand how you can't stop reeling you know and and it's fucking frustrating to constantly look at over and over again where is this what are they doing that's what what are they doing from week to week here because no one again looks that uh overly prepared or critical or like there's a a really good game plan that here's what we're going to follow for the entire game everyone sticks to it and does their job everyone looks out of place at some point and it's for humongous chunks during football games and it happened again in the third quarter so I, I, do you have any answers for that, James? Because I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what people are looking at or or feel like you know that they're implementing here that this is this is going to work the longer we do it. I, I don't, I don't see it. Well, I, I think you. I, I'm not sure if I have an answer for that specifically. I do, I do think that you have to call the coaching out. Like I said before, I think. Uh, look, I, I've said for the majority of the season that I think Doug has been more disappointing than than not disappointing, and I think you see it again today. I mean, this football team has more often than not not been ready to play, not played with any sort of consistency. I mean, the penalties, the penalties, how many penalties killed this team today? I think they had nine for 86 late in the game. They might have ended up with more. Uh, just undisciplined football. Uh, mistakes, like you said, lack of adjustment. The inability to, um, you know, 
like you said, especially talking about Schwartz today, we saw, you know, just the inability to make in-game adjustments. Say, all right, I'm getting killed with this. Let me do this to adjust and 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 stop getting killed by that. It, we just haven't seen this coaching staff adjust. We haven't seen them. Uh, and again, I think you just really and also look the way this team plays, the the lack of of toughness, the lack of fortitude, the lack of like with what you're talking about with this team seeming like they don't really believe in what they're doing in this, you know, whole operation, which is really the opposite of what we've seen the last two years. I, I think that that has to fall on the coaching staff. I think that's, and ultimately on Doug Peterson, I think it is fair to, I look, I'm not anywhere close saying that I don't believe in Doug Peterson. I still do. I think that, you know, he's not going anywhere, but I definitely think that, that it, it's fair to say he's not infallible and that he has not had a great season. No, uh, he hasn't, and there's, there's a. I think once again, that's that's why you know, you know. I mean, as much as we uh, we try to make it an individual effort with all these players, it's it certainly always starts from there, from the top. You've heard to say that a, a ton, a ton of times, um, and and to Howie and to all of this. Like, there's just no a prime example. This team, uh, and and granted, it was special teams this time. But this is the third week in a row that uh, a team has been able to score on a trick play. Third third week in a row, and no one's ready for it. No one is ready for it in the third week. They, they this team already, you know, had an onside kick. Has been aggressive. Went through fourth downs. They don't give a shit if they lose this game. They're just trying to push and push and push to force you into mistakes. And it happened. And guess what? That's the difference in the football game again. If if the Miami Dolphins don't come out with a trick play, more than likely the Eagles hold on and win this football game, but they don't. And that is after seven downs uh, at the goal line or or eight. I don't even know. I can't remember. Pretty pretty sure it's seven, though. Uh, and that's after penalties. That's after, you know, giving them second chances throughout here. And they did it again. A, a team scored on a fucking trick play for the third week in a row. I would love Elias to look that up to see when the last time – that has happened, you know. It, it's and that's 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 FIP and that's Schwartz twice. Uh, so you're going, what the hell is going on here? You know, can can you not recognize? And I think self scouting has been terrible uh, on top of the personnel changes, and it's just a mountain of shit that just happens here. I, I, James, can you explain to me that at least, like, why? <laughs> what, well, first of all, what was your reaction when they when they scored that? That touchdown, uh, it was. I mean, it was a great drop. I mean, it was a fantastic call. Uh, what What were you thinking the moment that I, happened? I, 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 pure anger, John. What else would I be thinking? I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I was livid. I, I, but you're right. It, it's teams, and I don't know if it's you know teams wanting to come at the Philly special or whatever. I mean, who knows? But we have seen an inordinate amount of trick plays against this team, and every single one works. It is ridiculous, and they're all in big moments in the game. And as we look back on these games, all end up being important plays in those games. And we haven't seen the Eagles do anything. You know, we haven't seen the Eagles, but that's my other bigger issue is why aren't the Eagles also doing these types of trick plays? It's working against you. Where's our fun stuff? Where's yes. our creative stuff? Yeah. Also, to, to the point back on the offensive side of the ball, uh, just such an inconsistent game plan. Again, the running game just disappears for large swaths of the game when it's working. I, I just, 
again, I I think that this today was a coaching failure on both sides of the ball and just from a organizational coaching failure. And and again, I, I'm with you, John. I do think that like it is worrisome, not just for now, but for the future, because you felt like this was an infrastructure organizationally of of how he dug Carson, you know, and you're you're set. You can roll. And now, you know, and again, while while you and I don't have the same type of questions about Carson that I, I think certainly we do about Howie and I do about Doug, um, at least to a certain point, um, I, I think that it's fair to say that that organizational infrastructure that everyone was so, you know, excited about, it, at least you have to question. I'm not saying it can't, they can't figure it out and they can't adjust football. Um, again, we, we are often prisoners of the moment and slaves to overreacting to seasons sure. where a lot of things go wrong. I mean, if Deshaun Jackson is healthy all year, is this a different thing that we're talking about? I mean, are there, I know that's ridiculous, but there are um, a lot of close games, a lot of things that go one way or the other. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm out on these people or, or even, or even close to, I mean, I still believe in Doug Pierce. I still believe in Howie Roseman. I, I definitely still believe in Carson Wentz, but I, I definitely think that, from where we were a couple years ago and really how we felt after kind of a, a run last year and heading into this year with what many people in the NFL who cover the NFL thought was the best roster in the NFL to sitting here at five and seven and losing to the Dolphins in Miami. Um, I think it has to kind of shake you to your core a little bit and make you step back and reevaluate things. And if not make hard decisions, certainly start to look at things with a bit of a, a sharper eye. Yeah, yeah. Evaluate this. Evaluate why you only scored one touchdown in the second half. That's that's what I want to know. Like almost immediately. And and uh, this could be a, a typed wrong um, because it's it's uh, uh, Doug's at the podium right now as we're we're chatting here. Um, first, it's a long shot, but we're not out. Gross. Uh, that's that's the number one quote. From, I mean, from it, not, I mean that's what he has to say. But yeah, gross. I think gross is the right response. But I mean, and the crazy thing is, technically, he's right, which is yeah. just yeah. the fact that again, like this, <laughs> this Eagles team that could lose to anyone on any given day, as we've seen, if they if they somehow can find a way to string together. And honestly, four straight would lock up the division. But like, even three out of four with one of those beating Dallas, which again. I don't think they will do, no, no, no. but it is it is definitely theoretically possible that they do that. They'd be in the playoffs, and that's just – it's silly. It's folly, but it, it's the situation they're in. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I don't – yes. <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, it's been said before, cancel the NFC East. Um, here's the one that sticks out to me the most, though. Uh, I don't know if this was supposed to be plural or not. Doug Credit. Uh, Doug Peterson, credit their QB and their receiver, not plural, receiver, uh, for making plays. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, wow. Maybe, like, that wasn't shot, plural. Shot, shot, shots at Mike Gesicki? No? Uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, like, they, he, he got in there late. It was... Just, I, I'm just saying it was singular. It wasn't plural. No, I know what you're saying. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know Devontae Parker was awesome, but I think Mike Gesicki had a good game too. Uh, um, you know, I, and again, Coach Speak, you know, to your point about Ertz, uh, you know, you, you missed uh, miss some he doesn't doesn't always make. Quoted, takes pride in those plays, takes a look at it and hope he knows he does better next time, knowing he feels bad about, you know, not making those plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like this team, no matter who it is, um, is come up small, 
every time that you feel like, okay, there's not a lot of pressure this week. And then suddenly they build pressure from themselves. They don't know how to get out of it. You know why football is stupid? Because if teams... Uh, confidence is one thing or not giving a shit about the results is another and that's what Miami can do they don't care about the results because they're trying to build something down there and they're going to try and attack you in multiple different ways a uh, the common expression being like they've got nothing to lose and you could tell the Eagles had everything to lose and they started drying up right there in the third quarter and then nobody could go out and make a play first it was the offense and defense not not lining up and then they both just kind of shut down um uh, until the end and you know i uh, again i don't i don't think this is this is on carson necessarily like it could point out in, in in seattle in new england it's just i i i can't explain it but yeah you know towards towards the end of that there was some really Bad throws, and I think if those those uh, deep shots connect at, at any point, those are game changers, and that's what I'm talking about when it comes to Carson. Like that is that is a big deal, and I still can't tell if it's him or this offense or the timing or everything. I think it's still just everything, but man, it's still what I considered Carson's deep shots to be pretty good and pretty accurate at times did not look that way. Uh, today, and I'm not, I'm still not taking away some of the great throws that he had. The one to Nelson Aguilar, which, by the way, can we talk about that for a moment? A really good throw by him that's just picture perfect and also a perfect ball track from Nelson Aguilar uh, in there, too. I, I just, I do you think it is more Carson, or do you think it's just more of the, the offensive chum, uh, and, and this is what we're used to no matter what kind of QB is in there? Um, I, I Look, I, th- I think it's more the offense, but I think it's both. I think you see it in both. Look, Carson had some brilliant throws today, made some brilliant, brilliant plays, and he also had some some misses, and some of those misses ended up being pretty big when you look back at how the game played out. But um, I also think that, look, I mean, when Alshon's your deep receiver, I think the timing, for me at least, it, it just seemed like the big misses were on deep throws to Alshon, and I can understand how the timing on that's a little off because a receiver is supposed to be at a certain spot in that type of play at a certain spot. And Alshon's just not going to be there. Um, but ultimately, um, I mean, I think it's a lack of, of, of talent and scheme on offense. I, I just think, look, Alshon was really good today. He, he looked way better um, than he has before, but he's still not a, a deep, threat for I mean they don't have anyone can run fast and catch the ball deep I mean that's a, a crippling thing for an offense we've seen it all season long like the inability to connect on deep shots has been maybe this this offense is literal fatal flaw this season that it has been such an impact on everything else and that's why we joke about oh if Deshaun only stayed healthy who knows but it's true from the perspective of it it's been the the one thing that is really hindered the rest of this offense from allowing it to open up and and to you know really kind of try and realize its potential now the issue is the coaches have done nothing to adjust to that how he did nothing to adjust to that and all that and that's a separate discussion but i really think that i look we've seen good and bad from once this season i i think that when you consider all the injuries all the situations and all that it's really hard to to look at him and say oh this guy's you know, this guy's bad or this guy's not, can't do this. I, I think it's, I think that the, all the, the external factors and the way this season's played out has been a bigger issue, 
But again, like I said before, you have to, it's only fair to question everything at this point. But um, I think it's probably more the offense, more the scheme than Carson in these situations. But um, I, I could be wrong. Uh, Eagle self-destructed in a couple of different areas today. And it hurt us, Peterson said. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins now chiming in and, uh, you know, asked if he said something to the team this week. He goes, man, you don't want to be Captain Obvious. We didn't fucking play well. Uh, that quote coming from uh, Zach Rosenblatt said there will not be a players-only meeting this time. Yeah, why the fuck would you? <laughs> what, is, what, what are you going to try and rally around now? Uh, Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby both uh, gave Devontae Parker credit for all the tough catches that they made today. That's coming from our boy ESP. Um, uh, Ronald Darby also chiming in saying that that was one of the worst games of his career. Uh, I'd probably agree with that. Um yeah, they were just all over the place today, and I wasn't even sure. Like on some of those, Darby timed it perfectly, and then just mistimed the jump. And then also, Devonte Parker is a lot taller than you. So again, I go back to Jim Schwartz King. Like you just got to take him out, and then they don't win the they don't win the football game. Uh, and and that is that is such a huge mistake that he never corrected throughout this game. That I I I, I am really pissed off at Jim Schwartz today. Um, and and I know a lot of people are like regularly so congratulations i finally caught up to you like that was, that was that was that was terrible that was just it was such a bad defensive performance and the way that they drew this thing up and then the way they schemed this thing and kept throwing dead bodies out there uh, over and over again it just I, I i don't know what kind of result that they were expecting uh without really kind of changing anything that they were doing on the back end in the secondary here yeah i, I mean there's there's not a lot else uh, to say, and I know that you know w there'll there'll be plenty more of of rewatch and uh, you know trying to find some answers here and there when uh, when I talk to Elliot on Tuesday. Uh, but I mean, my message is is exactly what I said at the beginning of this year, James. There, I I want you know ma massive changes here, uh, personnel wise. Um, they need they need fresh eyes in here with the offense. Uh, Carson yep. Wentz desperately needs a, a, the next teacher in his career to stay here for more than two years. You know, like that that is that is something. This team is reeling right now. Carson's clearly regressed. I don't think he's forgotten how to play football, but um, it's it seems like everyone does for large pockets of time every time that this team goes out there losing to a two and nine football team is unacceptable I don't give a shit if this team was 0-11 and going down to Miami this team should have beaten this this squad and that it, it and and to all the Eagles fans oh, oh you really thought you really thought that they would beat this team yes because it's their fucking two and nine you know, like if you lose to a two and nine football team, you might as well be them. And I think we're all there tonight. You know, we're all there this this afternoon, and it's a rainy, miserable, icy type of day. And you're looking at the the hot Miami heat, and being like, "Oh, that looks nice." And then we just get to encapsulate this loss in the worst weather uh, of uh, of November and in the start of December. Like this is not ugh, this is this is garbage. And and I'm ready for for a lot of changes. I'm finally there, James. What's your message uh, to everybody tonight? 116 days until opening day. So. <laughs> That's not fair. 
That's not fair that you get to you know keep the baseball podcast rolling over there at high hopes. <laughs> no, and we just no, I end man, our season being like, all right, I uh, guess uh, no. go Flyers, go Sixers. Look, I I don't I really don't know I don't know what the uh, the message is. Uh, it's like you said. I think you hit on a lot of it. I I think I mean Mike Grow. See ya, Press Taylor. See ya. Bye. Uh, Bye. You know, and go get someone with some experience. Go get someone from another organization. Get fresh eyes who can come in and provide an outside point of view. Someone who Doug's going to respect. Someone who Carson's going to respect on the QB coach level. Um, I think that is an absolute must. And I, like you said, look, they have to, uh, they have to kind of readjust this whole look how he tried this all right resign older players kind of you know maybe that's a market inefficiency whoops it wasn't the market inefficiency yeah. was getting super fast guys you know that's going to change now everyone's going to do it but i think they need to find ways to get some more speed on the field they need to find ways to make this offense more dynamic and we've you know kind of given them that label of oh they're they're doing everything they can to make carson comfortable to build carson that's what they have to do they just have to do a better job of it you know the offensive line part of it they've done a pretty damn good job of that and and it looks like dillard at least on the left side we hope could be a nice slide in for peers and you can kind of keep rolling with that they need playmakers they need playmakers like real deal playmakers who carson Wentz can develop with can grow with that's my number one priority this offseason you talked about prior uh to the game uh either friday or saturday the idea of a julio jones type trade just going up and getting the yeah. top receiver in the i i don't hate it i i i thought you i was crazy too your 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 a lot of your crazy talk from the other day has proven uh I'm, I'm i'm in on it now john um so yeah look it's uh i'm with you i i don't have time for it. this season's not over while it is not over and they could make the playoffs i'm with you that it's Hard to stomach that type of thought right now because it was just, uh, again, the worst loss to Doug Peterson era. And it it feels like one of those that that um, is tough to recover from. And, and it won't be. Look, they, they can recover, especially after this season, obviously. Again, that's why I don't want to overreact to a yeah. year where a lot of things have gone wrong in terms of long-term things. I think you have to step back and reevaluate a lot of things. But um, right now, it sucks. It does suck. And you know what sucks even worse? How about that Cortland Sutton? I like him. I think he's been a pretty good wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, he's got two touchdowns already with Drew Locke. Yep. Um, you know where he went in the draft? I know this is – listen, I'm just saying this because I'm mad. I know there's a lot of other factors that go into this bullshit. You know where he went in the draft? They're, they're second a, round pick, maybe, right? Second round pick in 2018. Um, I love Dallas Goddard as a player. I think he's – you know, I think he's going to be a real great potential to be somewhat special player uh, as his career continues. So I get that. But from Howie and a team building uh, perspective, and you look at some of these guys that, you know, are around there and you gave, you gave Baltimore a franchise quarterback and then he didn't take any – Wide receivers took another tight end, and then it seems like, you know, that they clearly don't want to go through the two tight ends for whatever reason. You know, I just I, – that's something I don't understand. And then you you get you go guys – get guys like that, and, you know, who else? Who else is around there? Yeah, I mean, Anthony Miller. I know that he's, he's – he's got a bad quarterback, but, I mean, he's hanging around there. 
There's, there's, I'm just saying there's been a lot of opportunities to get younger at wide receiver and they haven't done it. And every time we're stuck in this thing now, that's why Beans is back because I'm yelling Beans when I see Cortland Sutland. I'm yelling Beans when I see Christian Kirk. I'm seeing I'm yelling, like all of these things. You know, I, I um, that's that's why I'm so adamant about going up and, and doing a Julio type of thing. They have enough picks to go and do that. You know, I, I don't know. But I, I, I don't have a lot of answers for us. I don't think James does either. But I will agree so much that don't don't be so caught up in the moment. Realize the big picture stuff. I think everyone's on the same page when it comes to that. Um, but this this needs a, a lot of a lot of a lot of overhaul. And I don't think a lot of overhaul means that they're not going to be contending for a long time because this this tends to happen really quick in the NFL. You know. Um, they just need to they need to rely more on their drafts and feel confident in that and and now less less in that you know that 29 year old signing that 28 year old signing that 30 year old signing 33 year old signing there needs to be younger players backing all those things up so you can't rely on your offense being held hostage by one uh, Deshaun Jackson so uh, I hope we have more answers for you on Tuesday um, but as always we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you to uh, Liquid Death, liquiddeath.com, to go sell your soul for a free case of water if you're into that or simply if you're already a subscriber. No biggie. We got you covered there too. Liquiddeath.com slash go birds will get you $2 off every case that you buy. For James Seltzer, I'm John Barchard. Thank you so much for listening to number 150. Is that right? I hope it is right here on radio.com and sports radio 94 WIP as they used to say in the old country, James. Nope. (laughs) Not not doing it. Not doing it. Fuck them birds. We'll see (laughs) you.